All right, podcast here. You're listening, right? It's Howard Stern here. And I got to tell you, I mean, Robin, I'm not really into podcasts. Well, that's like all those people who used to be on cable access. Yeah. They thought they were They were on TV. <laughs> they would pay a company to put my TV. Hey, look, I'm on TV. No, you're not on TV. I mean, yeah, you're on TV, but nobody gives a shit about you. <laughs> but Trenton Waves, it's not a podcast. This is a freaking experience. Frank and Christina Sasso are the best. The best thing since Transcendental Meditation. The good people of Trenton deserve way better representation. Four members of the council are breaking the law, that's our daily situation. We don't need these people at the top who are only out for themselves. If the people of Trenton won't act now, our town will be a living hell. Let's focus only on the positives here at Trenton Waves. Can we ask you all to describe your dream city today? My dream Trenton would be without Kathy McBride and Robin Vaughn, without Santiago Rodriguez and Sonia Wilkins, that's for sure. We won't let them ever defeat us. Your Trenton Waves with Frank and Christina. It's the official, unofficial podcast of the city of Trenton, New Jersey. With your host, Frank Ferocious Sasso. Trenton still makes and the world still takes. And Christina Firestarter Sasso. Trenton is Mayberry with attitude. Hang tight, because we're going to meet the lifeblood behind the culture, food, arts, music, pork roll, punk rock, hair, books, education, talent, events, Of Trenton, New Jersey. Here's Frank and Christina. Trent Waves, Trent Waves, candidate episode. No, we're not done yet. We're still cranking these puppies out. Yes, everyone has till November 1st. Till November 1st to get mm-hmm. in touch with us. Yes. You just put an email out to newpodcity at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Trent Waves podcast at gmail.com, newpodcity at gmail.com. Right. And in the subject line, you put book me. In caps. Book me. That's what you do. And also, just so you guys know, podcast, yeah, we have a new call-in feature on the show. Just go to calltrentonwaves.com. Calltrentonwaves.com. And do it preferably on your phone. And you'll get the chance to record a question or a message for us. Oh, that's cool. We will play it on the show. Oh, good. Well, maybe we won't. You never oh, know. You well. never know. If we like it, we'll play it. If we don't like it, we don't play it. That's it. You just have to start opening up an account. It's free. Mm -hmm. And then the message goes through. That's cool. And we'll do that once a month. All right, podcast you? Stop begging us, okay? Are you cle- who's who's st- clearing their throat? She's starting her engines. 16 people in here. Yeah, she's starting her engines. What are you doing over there? Every time we come in here, there's something new with her throat. Uh, have allergies. I'm making an appointment with a doctor or something. Gonna, what is, what is I'm going to lay hands on this and get rid of these allergies. What are you, what are you drinking there? What is that? Allergies. This is. No, not that. That little thing. That this, little thing. He's talking about that. What is that? Thank Pepto-bismol? you. What is that? Yeah, yeah it's Pepto-Bismol. Because she, she sees you so, and her stomach starts to turn. Is that what it is? All right. Yeah, in case you get Thanks, on my babe. nerves. Oh, thank you so much. You're so lovely. <laughs> You're a lovely person. Oh, I, I know. Her. I really love her. I'm in love with her. <laughs> All right, babe. Yes. Here's what we got to do. Yes. We have to do the council nugget breakdown. All right. Quick. Mm-hmm. Or a little council nugget Is that like roundup. A f- a foggy mountain breakdown? Uh, a little bit. Okay. But not as foggy. Okay. Okay, I think so... Okay. Here are the things... we're clearing we, the fog. We're clearing the fog. Okay. Actually, that's exactly what we're doing. Okay. We're clearing the fog. Mountain breakdown. 
Right. Thank you. <laughs> there it is. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I don't own the rights to that. Oh. Okay. So here's the thing. Here's what we learned so far. Since doing these candidate episodes, we've learned a plethora of stuff about how council works, what some of the responsibilities are, what some of the responsibilities are not. If you can shuffle more papers, that'd be great. <laughs> One thing we learned was the power of the clerk. The clerk has a lot of power in the city, in really mm-hmm. any city. But in Trenton, he has more power than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. Zero-based budgeting we learned all about. Mm-hmm. We learned all about how all spending goes directly through the council. Mm-hmm. Nobody else decides what mm-hmm. things get spent on, mm-hmm. right? That's still right. Yes. It's a, it's a vote. Correct. Yes. All yes. meetings should take place at City Hall. Right. Every single one of them. Not in... Not in Mill Hill Saloon. Mill, not I was going to say in much, Mill Hill Basement. Well, Mill Hill Basement either. <laughs> during a Little punk plug concert. for Mill Hill Saloon. Yeah. All right, good. You're welcome, Saeed. Okay. <laughs> Council members should be familiar with public contract law. Mm-hmm. That's another biggie. Right. Here's another one. And it's happening tonight at the meeting. You don't just have executive sessions during the meeting. Ah. You know that's on the agenda for tonight's meeting at council? An executive session is on the docket. docket. Well, that might have more to do with what we talked about last week in that we used to meet four times a week, every Tuesday and every other Thursday. Now we're going Mm -hmm. on. Now we're veering off track. Let's get to it. I'm going to get to that. Wait, I want to answer this. But that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes. All right. So go ahead. Council has the opportunity to meet prior to public meetings Mm -hmm. to deal with executive session business. Okay. It should not be a part of... The agenda. The agenda, unless it's an emergency. It's not. Is there an emergency that we don't know about? There's not an emergency. Okay. I guarantee it. This is from the same guy who thought he was in an executive session. That's right. That's right. (laughs) So tread carefully. Oh, he felt so like, ooh, I'm on the inside. She walks in. And you were in a public session. I pay her a compliment. (laughs) I say, oh, you look so good today. You look so fresh. Don't mess with me today. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm saying you look very fresh. Oh. Unbeknownst to many people in the city, mm-hmm. one of the responsibilities of city council is not to fight with the mayor. Right. That's not a responsibility. Right. I think that you can have disagreements with anybody. Absolutely. Within the city council and the mayor. Right. But I don't think to elongate these fights is yeah. productive or helpful right. to the city. It's ridiculous. Right, right. And right. lastly, yes. what Annette just hit upon... What's the frequency of the meetings? Council mm. should meet. Here's, here's when you should meet council. And these are for new people too. Council should meet every Tuesday and every other Thursday. It's the, it's, it's, it's the best practice. Well, what happened was I remember when we were going to the city council meetings, right. when Annette was West Ward council person, mm-hmm. you knew when the council meetings were. Now it's almost like you have to go on social media. You have to like it, it, you have to dig around to find out when are we right. when is there a meeting happening, right. and that I think it it disengages the public from the process. Right, that's that's the biggest part, but it also allows for them to have these discussions to prevent these executive sessions. Mm. Right, keeping in tune and in line with the structure of these shows, we have with us our election correspondent. Oh. That's right. <laughs> Badass former Westport Councilwoman, Miss Annette Latigue is here with us again. Mm. Hello, Annette. Looking fresh. Hey, yes. how are you? Looking you always fresh. Look fresh, in my opinion. Thank you. I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, she's one of my main uh, home slices, if you will. What the heck is um, that? A home That's slice. A home slice. I don't even know like Homeboy, homegirl, home, home slice. slice. I don't even know him. Please. You gave him a key. <laughs> Today. 
What do you the got? Nugget. What's yes. the nugget for today? The nugget today is to follow up on what you just spoke about. It is the council's responsibility okay. to represent the best interests of the people in partnership, not always in agreement, but in partnership with the administration. That's what elected officials do. Mm-hmm. They don't always have to agree. <clears throat> they can vote no. And then when and where they find that that's reasonable and works to the best interest of the constituent base and the services that the government is attempting to provide, that's exactly what should happen. Mm-hmm. Principles before personalities. Mm-hmm. Principles before personalities. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's a t-shirt right there. Yes. That is a t-shirt. Yes. Speaking about t-shirts real quick, newpodcity.com, click on the merch button and get all the t-shirts you want. And remember, Trenton, we don't need you. We don't want you. All the profits go to Trenton Animals Rock. That's right. Which we want back in the city. That's right. Greetings from Trenton. We don't need you. We don't want you. Okay. <laughs> that being said, uh, we're going to bring... What? <laughs> It's the shirt I'm wearing right now. You know why we say that? I get, I get it. Yeah, all of all of the profits, so that you know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> all of the profits go to Trenton Animals Rock. Yeah, and we support that effort. Yeah, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, I love them. And we are a for-profit company. But this but shirt this is not. Yeah, they've already right. made like hundreds of dollars. I know. I'm happy because of this shirt. Because they're spending it. Because the little puppy's coming in. That's right. We love the puppies. Okay. You ready to start? I am. All right. We have with us today, running for Trenton City Council at large, it's Clifton Anderson. Clifton, how are you today? I'm doing great. Oh, you got Great, good. great today. Oh, it's, good. It's got a great sounding voice, dude. Privileged to be here. Oh, that's wow. very nice of you. Do you sing? Yeah, really. That voice. Nah. I do, and you never <laughs> asked me that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you no, talking I don't about? I sing, but... Um, what do you do with that voice? Gee whiz. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it comes and goes. Yeah. It comes. It sounds like Darth Vader sitting over here. Of course. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Well, Clifton, you have up to 10 minutes on the clock to share your platform. Are you ready? Yes, I am ready. Clifton, the floor is yours. Good evening. My name is Clifton Anderson. I am running for city council at large. I lived in Trenton for over 15 years. I'm a businessman. I live in the West Ward. I have three properties that I purchased in Trenton so far. I work for the city of Trenton for a short period of time, one of my most exciting experiences. I'm presently the president of Trenton Breaks. I purchased the old Trenton Breaks. I am also where we provide mechanic service for the old city. I'm also the chairman of the board of commissioners for the Trenton Housing Authority. In 2018, I was elected to serve as a commissioner at the Housing Authority. And in 2019, I become the chairman of the board. And I've been serving as the chairman of the board until present. I'm also the District Grandmaster of the International Free and Acceptable Modern Masons in Trenton here. And so I believe that Trenton is a special place with limitless potential where everyone deserves equal access to opportunity, happiness, and a bright future. 
working together, we can create a Trenton that is responsive, transparent, and inclusive for all. I remember when I was younger, when I was younger, I used to bring my kids to Trenton, and we used to go to the, the state house, and it was a beautiful experience. We, I would explain to my children about George Washington and about Trenton being the capital of the United States. This is the great Trenton. I, sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for. I always wish to be in Trenton. And in 2006, I purchased the old Zookis Bar and Grill. We changed the name to Jam Rock USA, and I moved to Trenton. And here I am in Trenton. I, since then, we hired a lot of Trentonians during that period while we was at the bar. In 2014, I moved. I purchased the old Trenton Breaks. The property was closed for over 35 years. We transformed that property in three years and have it working again. We provide homes for over six families, low-income homes, where people could live, pay their rent, and able to have a good lifestyle. Again, I can say that how I feel about Trenton, I feel that Trenton is one of the the most important part of these United States. This, this city has been the capital of the United States for two times in a row, and it is the capital of New Jersey. And I can't believe that we can't do better than what we are doing now. So with the experience that I have, I gained from being the chairman of the board at the Housing Authority. I learned my board is basically like the city council, slightly, because I was, I'm able to work with my director, and my director take care of the day-to-day affair. Whenever he has an issue, he'd call me over and he said, Chairman, what you think about this? And I said, let's talk it over with my attorney. And then we talk it over with the commissioners, and then we execute our duties. And I, I, I found out that, that that system works very well because we're able to, to carry through all our resolutions, pass all our resolution throughout the year. We navigate through the COVID. We were able to name our new project in the honor of certain attorney, and I was one of the persons who was influential in calling Senator Turner and asked, and asked her permission to name that project over her. And I believe that we should give our great ones their roses while they're alive. I love Trenton. Trenton is my home. I would like to lay a foundation in Trenton for the future generation. Me and my director, we spoke about things like, how can we make Trenton into the 31st century? What can we do? I always vision a Trenton with air trains, brand new buildings. I have a vision for Trenton, and I, it is my hope that we could speak to the mayor and the administration because Trenton is a gold mine. We have the gold mine. How do we mine the gold? We speak about a lot of stuff about the state. state is a gold mine here because everyone has to come to Trenton. I believe that we are full of potential. How do we 
work together, we have to get the greatest minds to put together so we can make Trenton what it are to be. Okay. Annette, what do you think of this one? I think it was pretty good stuff. And I'm most impressed with your thoughts about connecting New Jersey to Trenton as the capital. That is what I am most impressed with. And understanding that you sit on the board of commissioners for Trenton Housing Authority, you also have an understanding of the need and the population associated with that need. And not because you said anything relative to that, except that you're a commissioner, but it's impossible to be a commissioner and not understand some of that. So I want to thank you for that. But because you know me, <laughs> let's do this. Go ahead. Why are you running for office? I am running for office because I, I know that the experience I have serving over 3,000 residents in Trenton in the housing authority and providing with the housing authority, providing homes for over 1,700 families. A day-to-day affair that I experienced with, the, with my executive director, Jelani Garrett, and the experience that I have, I believe I can bring that to council and I can help to bring some sort of unity among the commission, the councilors, where we can work together with the mayor to bring his agenda in place, and hopefully we can inspire the mayor to have a, a, a 31st century vision for Trenton. It is, I am 61 years old, and I don't think I'll do this again, but so I'd like to leave something, uh, uh, impact on this city, lay a foundation for the future generation. This Trenton needs to lay a foundation for the future generation, and I believe I can be a part of that. So you said something that I think is critical to the success of government services and constituency services here in Trenton. You work on the commission, and I'm sure there are times when you disagree with the housing authority director. How do you handle that? There's times when I disagree with the, com- with the director, but what we usually do is I'll call the director, I'll, I'll speak to the director in regards to that issue and ask the director to adjust it if he can. Because the number one priority is to take care of the day-to-day affair of the organization. The organization must go on at any means necessary. Maybe we can work on whatever we, our disagreement later on, but the business of the organization must go on. And that's been a big issue in Trenton. And I'm sure if you've been watching, you're aware. So in your awareness and in your experience, which I absolutely appreciate and respect, and you're a business owner, yes, you fix brakes, and no matter what anybody tells you about me, I can park a car. <laughs> All right. I just want you to know that. As long as I'm driving. It. Not a word from the gentleman over there. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your business and what role your business plays in not just providing services, but perhaps opportunities for people to work with you who live here. Well, my business, as I stated, I'm the president of Trenton Breaks. We does a lot of programs. We try to have 
young men to come in to teach them how to do brakes and work on cars. We have tried those programs. In my community, right down um, on Miller Street and, and the Boulevard, we have constant back-to-school program, Halloween program. We do it for the residents <coughs> and the black. We channel our business. We work with all the old community. We have a tire shop that we have. The, the tire man does the tire shop. We have the mechanic shop in the, in the back where we do mechanic. So, yes, we serve the city in many different ways. But we also open opportunities to the resident where they could come in and if they need to learn something about their cars, we will also make effort to teach them about their cars. Okay, that's good to hear. You also spoke to providing housing. Was that in relation to your job as a commissioner? No, that was just in personal. Tell me about that. I was going to Rutgers and (laughs) it's weird, it's... In order for me to get my credits from Rutgers, I have to live out of my family house for like 42 days. I couldn't live in my parents' house because they made too much money and they didn't want to sh- you know, show it on their, their car, uh, their, their taxes. Okay. Right. So I had to live out of the house for 42 days. So I was out <laughs> there looking for places and I went to so many places to get an apartment and once I got there and they looked at me, they were like, it's right. And I was, I felt so lost and so hopeless. And I always pray that when I get a chance, and I think that was because of the color of my skin. Because when they saw me, when I came up to them there, they, oh, they gave me the address, I go right up to the address, knock the door and look at me like, it's right. <laughs> and so I always pray that whenever I get the opportunity, I'm gonna, try to provide homes for the less fortunate and people of my race so I can help them. Tell me how you're doing it. When I purchased the bar, I had six apartments on the top. We provide apartments for those young people who are going through their changes. When I left the bar, I purchased the Trenton Breaks. We had five units there that we that hasn't been touched for 35 years and we got them going in three years and now they're filled with you know low-income families who are able to work and have money in their pockets and i believe that we don't have to be rich or try to charge expensive rent to others we can be reasonable so others can live comfortable So we live together in one, in harmony, and everyone do their part. We can live great. You know, everyone can have a decent life. Every Christmas, I I goes to the Dolly Homes, and I play Santa Claus <laughs> and Roger Garden. And I usually be so, you know, look at some of the, the lifestyle of the people. It breaks my heart sometimes. I pray for them. Unfortunately, I'm not, not realizing that I become the chairman of the board. (laughs) And now it is in my hand Mm -hmm. to make a difference for these people. My director and I, we spoke all the time, and I'll tell him, listen, it was not accident that you are here. You are here, you are the Moses. You, You need to make life for these people better. It is an obligation for you to make life for these people better. We spoke and we planned and we strategized 
we're in the process of trying to put in another 540 homes in Dalyums. We're going to take, we're planning to take that down, the old Dalyums, and do it just like Turner's Point. We'll provide 540 homes for these people. I believe that these people need to get some new homes. Some of these homes in Trenton must go. Okay. Great information. Thank you so much. You're welcome. What do you know about partnerships in city council? So you you spoke to working with the commissioners that you, you sit with and the authority director. What do you think you have to offer as an at-large council person to the seat? What do you bring to the table? I bring to the table over 30 years experience in business. I opened my first business in 1988, and I've been serving the community since then. I've been serving the community in housing. I started in Plainfield, New Jersey, and it was the same thing. I provide homes for the less fortunate up there. And whenever the some of the elected officials, they'll call me and they like Clifton. We have this person who is in distress. Do you know anywhere you can help him? And they usually call me for advice on that, and I will try to find someone to help these people. So I've been helping people for all my life coming up. So you understand business and you understand constituency services. Yes. and Partnerships. Yes. I'm a member of the Fathers and Men United for a Better Trenton. Mm. So we worked. We're not afraid to go on the blocks to work with the people. And I believe that as council, you are appointed to be council for the people and guidance and provide guidance for the people. We are here to actually give counsel to also the mayor. You know, the mayor has the awesome job of doing the day-to-day affair of this big city. Okay. <laughs> this great So you hit that city. right on the, the head. Uh, but we are why, sh- why should I vote for you? If you vote for me, I can assure you that we will lay a foundation for the future generation. Will you hear the people? I will hear the people. Will you work to partner with and for the people? That is my number one priority. Okay, let's make a note of that. (laughs) (laughs) Because you have some great ideas and you spoke about some wonderful things. And I'm impressed with some of the things that you've done and the understanding that you have. Redevelopment is a huge part of dealing with the budget. And you deal with the budget as a commissioner. Redevelopment is a huge part. Sometimes we tend to limit our options and we put ourselves in a little box. I often tell, you know, speak about Trenton, Sometimes you speak about Trenton as Trenton, but we have to think out of the box that Trenton is a part of the United States. And Trenton was the capital of the United States. So all access to all the wealth of the United States, we have access to that. We need great ones to go to negotiate. We need great ones to go and negotiate for these access. As I said, if we can't find individuals to bring here to invest in our city, we have 
all the cities in Trenton, in, in New Jersey, to negotiate with because they have something here. They have to come to Trenton to negotiate for something at least once a month. So mm -hmm. if we can negotiate, there's so many ways to negotiate. Right, right. absolutely. You know, it, <laughs> it was funny that I was talking to a friend of mine and I said, how did Washington won the first war in the United States? How did he win it? The other side was drunk. Right. Right or wrong. They were unprepared and drunk. Now, right. I say that to say this, I spoke to a lady at the housing authority and she said 30 years ago, they used to have competition with gardens. Mm. And if you got the best garden, you get a month free rent. Woo! That's a great idea. I love it. That is awesome. I mean, 30 years. It, this is because we have developed human beings who have developed humanistic characteristics. Right. Now, 30 years ago, since 30 years ago, when I came to Trenton, they had the most bars. Okay. Alcohol business in Trenton probably in all the cities in New Jersey. And since then, Trenton been going down. How did Trenton lost the war? Maybe drunk. they're drunk. <laughs> still waiting for the offensive part. So, it's the offensive so, part. Perhaps mm -hmm. offensive in that people who drink might not appreciate No, I'm not saying that offending comment. anyone. Right, right. But I'm saying right. that maybe if we had focus, mm -hmm. right. it's okay to drink. Right. Drinking but, is but, one thing. Being it, drunk but, is another. Yeah, right. but if we were on top of our game, most of these resources that leave Trenton wouldn't left Trenton. Right. right. I, I agree. You know, I believe that if we were on top of our game, because Trenton is still holding on to the capital, mm -hmm. which is the gold mine. Trenton is the intersection of the northeast corridor. Mm -hmm. right. mm -hmm. And when you think about that and some of the things you said, you hit it right on the, on the pole. It's still but tell line. me, what's your origin? Where do you come from? I was born in Jamaica. You're a Jamaica uh, man. Yes, mm -hmm. man. Jamaican <laughs> man. Yeah, I'm a Jamaican man. I was born in Jamaica. But I remember when I first joined the lodge at 540 Martin Luther King Boulevard, they said George Washington used to be living there. Oh, wow. And I was walking up the step and just, just the thought that George Washington walked up that step, mm -hmm. you know, it just <laughs> made mm -hmm. me feel different. Mm -hmm. The thought that Trenton was the capital of the United States, mm -hmm. we need to get Trenton back again on the map. Mm -hmm. Trenton should be a place where every president visit, just like the president visit England every time right, right. they become a president, they should visit Trenton every time they mm -hmm. become a president. Right. Especially because it's part of the history of the United there States. You go. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah. so but that makes sense. the leadership, we need leaders mm -hmm. who are looking out for Trenton. Mm -hmm. We need leaders who are laying foundation for the future generation. And yes, we can find them, Either we have to go find these teachers to teach our children how to be great again, mm -hmm. because they are the future. Mm -hmm. As I, I stated, you know, a lot of people may think that I'm a little bit extreme, but the COVID came and he took whoever he took, and we are the chosen ones, and we can't play around. Mm. We don't have no second t chance now. We must do something great. Mm -hmm. well, thank you for that. I want to thank you for the opportunity and the time. Mm -hmm. 
I want to add to that with our children. Parents, you have a responsibility. Your child does not belong to the government. They belong to you. Clifton, thank you. To address what you were saying about the bars, because I think I get what you're saying. It's not about we're drunk here in Trenton. I think, no, let me see if I got it right. Let me clarify that. I think what you're saying is we're distracted by other things. Alcohol is not the issue. It's other things. It could be a lot of different things. But you're saying we're distracted and we drop the ball. Remember, I said, yeah. could it be? Right. Well, I know, think it's that right. we're I, drunk said, on other be. issues. Like you're right. So, we're drunk on yeah. other issues. We lost our focus. Right. And we weren't paying attention. Right. We fell asleep. That's it. You know, That's but it. I'll say this. When I had the bar, being in the bar it is really a sociologist. You gotta be a master sociologist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everyone have their problem that comes to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I usually explain to the patrons that listen, the bar is not a place to fight. It's a place to release your stress. Mm-hmm. So you can go home and you don't take the stress home with you. Right. So you come, you have a drink. To be social. Release your stress. Right. right. Talk to the guys them there, shoot some pool. And listen to some music and just right, right. hear out and go home and go have fun with your, your family. Yes. It's a place to relax. It's the place yeah. for releasing your stress there and don't take it home. Right. So I know you're interested in helping people, low incomes who work and want to better themselves and create a great space for themselves to live. I have that same issue, like I've said this on other broadcasts, where you look at some of these absentee landlord places and you wonder how do people come home from a day's work and come home you know your home should be like a sanctuary not like oh that being said so i think low income is important because it gives person responsibility and it gives them a feeling of worth that being said we also need money into the city so we also need more expensive homes here too people who live here that maybe own businesses like yourself, where we could create jobs and we could create more circulation of the incomes through different households. You're also a fan of that too. One doesn't go without the other. Okay. You have to have proper security. Mm-hmm. We have to have second to none security. Mm-hmm. And they must be properly educated how to deal with humanity. Gotcha. Develop humanity. Mm-hmm. Not prejudice, selfish, or not like that. Mm-hmm. This is a job that you must do and you must secure these mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and maintain the proper way of dealing with the, with the human beings here. Right. You know, and two, you have to have proper education. Without proper education, there's no proper, you can't have proper education without proper security. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, no institution can build. There is no way you can build any institution without proper security. Gotcha. So security is number one priority. Anyone who tries to build without proper security, they have different words for them, mm-hmm. but they rarely succeed. Okay. Great information. Yep. Okay. Good Thank stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Just security so, is our number one priority right here. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. You talk about how we fell asleep. On the episode with the mayor, I don't know if you heard that interview, we actually talk about in the beginning, you and I, how mm-hmm. we felt like we've been asleep. Well, I, I'm guilty myself. That's like mean we, meaning you and I. No, personally. that's what I'm talking yeah, about. I say right. I'm guilty because when when Annette talks about all these little nuggets that she gives to educating the people of Trenton about what the job of a council person is and the clerk and so on, I'm like, right. wow, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Like, I feel like 
I was distracted mm-hmm. or wasn't paying attention. And I think it's time we, we pay attention Absolutely. again. But yeah. I think that's normal. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's abnormal. And mm-hmm. having a podcast like this gives them the opportunity to hear you. Mm-hmm. To right. see you and you and to think about the things that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think it's great. And I tell you, there's a lot of good things that have been said by some of the candidates, mm-hmm. at, least the ones, at least the ones we've had on. I have to say, it's very hopeful. It's it very is. hopeful. It's encouraging. Mm-hmm. It's, a little, hope. it's mm-hmm. a little unnerving as well. <laughs> Because, you know, everyone sounds great when they're behind a mic before they were elected. And then it's like, what the hell hell happens to them? But it's a good place to start. They get punched in the face. Cool. Well, speaking about that, uh, that has been yet another episode of The Candidates for Trenton. (laughs) City Council and Mayor. Listen, Clifton, you need to cheer up over there, all right? You're bringing everybody down. (laughs) And in the great words of Mr. Mike Tyson, everyone's got a plan until until they they get get punched in the face. Sasso's out. You've been listening to the Trenton Waves podcast. Visit us online at trentonwaves.com.